There we go. Hey, Saksabai! Ronnie! Hey! Saksabai, Bob Bond, the Rockin' Air. Hey, it's really good to see you guys. I just got back from America. I just flew back from America. And my arms are so tired. <laughs> you get it? Get it? No, no. okay, that bomb. <laughs> it's funny that it's not funny. That's the best part. <laughs> okay, it's all right. He does a great job, right? Yeah, all my kids. Hey, I, I am so happy to be back in Siem Reap. Because I traveled, all, literally, I traveled around the world. <laughs> I talked to dozens of pastors in many churches. And whenever I talk about what God is doing here in Siem Reap, they all want to come visit us. <laughs> That's great, huh? And I want to thank you so much, yes. I want to thank some of you who sent me testimonies about what God's doing in your life. I have people sending me dozens of stories about how they experience God right here in our church. And it's all because Jesus is doing something amazing right now. So don't miss it. And we are in a series right now called Do You Love Me? Do, do you love me? <laughs> now, <laughs> there's my wife back there, yes. She has to say yes, uh, right? <laughs> I do. Um, this is the question that Jesus asked his friend Peter. And I want us to be a church that understands what it means to say, I love someone. There's lots of ideas of what it looks like to say, I love you. But which is the right way? When we put Jesus first, when we resist evil, we turn to be on mission together, and we commit to that mission, we learn to love like Jesus. And that's what this is all about. Put Jesus first. Turn from evil. Be on a mission together. And commit to the mission for Jesus. That's what we're talking about. And there's people in this room that do that already. And I want to say thank you for your commitment even when it's not easy especially when it's not easy because <laughs> that's when we know it's real love 
Now I went on Facebook or Instagram, Instagram. Instagram. And I looked for the most popular pictures of love. And there is these three most popular pictures I saw. What it looks like to commit to love. The first picture is what I call the piggyback picture. You know the piggyback picture? Instagram. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It's like, oh, millions of views. Wow. So but I want to ask you, does the real picture look better or worse? Or does this look better? Uh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yes. Much better. So much better. Thank you. Thank you, right? See, I told you. I told you I've made that look good. Okay. I was holding her. I tried to get on top of her, but she fell over. So. All right. Or the second most popular picture is, is the I feed you food picture. This is like what you do when you love somebody, I guess you put food in their mouth. But or is the real picture better? Ah, yeah, that's better, right? What are you doing? Bethany, I didn't know I had muscles in my neck for my chewing, but But now I know I do, that's great. And then the last picture. The last picture is the I trust you picture. Or as I like to call the Titanic picture. You know, like the I trust near, far, wherever. <laughs> it's where you trust somebody and you say, I trust you. But the real picture, it doesn't, it doesn't look better. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that looks <laughs> It didn't feel better. <laughs> I said, Bethany, hold me. No, hold me. <laughs> you know, these pictures, all three pictures, they look so nice. But what if I told you? These couples, they, they cheat on each other. They, they see other people. Suddenly the picture isn't so sad, not so beautiful. Why does that happen? Because there is no vow. God wants us to make commitments to love each other and Him. And without a vow, it's just feelings. They lead us. 
They lead us whatever we do. But with a vow, we get self-control. And a commitment to love with power. When I do pre-marriage counseling, I always ask the question, my first question. What do you need for a Christian wedding? What do you need? A white dress? No. No. Do you need, oh, I know, you need a pastor. Right? Andy or me? Ronnie, maybe? No. You don't need that. Oh, I know you need to have a ring. You have to have a... No, you don't need a ring. A Christian wedding only needs one thing. And everything else is a symbol of that one thing. And that is a vow. A vow to God. And each other. And God wants us to learn about how to make vows from marriages. Marriage is the closest example we have to God's type of love for us. It's a love by choice. To commit to your life to that person. And even King David said it like this. He says, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind it, bind it around your neck and your wrist and your everything. Write them on your heart. Then you will get favor with God and man. God is the focus here is love needs faithfulness. Otherwise, love is too random. That's right. This verse is talking about how love is actually not enough. Think about that. A lot of people think it's enough. But if there's no faithfulness, it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. And it is, it's so much on feelings, this feeling of love, is it here or is it not here? So there has to be this element of commitment and faithfulness. A lot of people think love is enough. And they just begin to live together. 
But with no commitment. And then sometimes there's children. But there's still no commitment. And then one day. The feeling is gone. Love is not enough. The Bible says this. Let your yes be yes. And your no be no. When we make a commitment, we need to make it with our heart and with our mind. And this is how we actually make a vow, is we think about it. We count the cost. How, how difficult is this going to be? Am I willing to go through this? If I say no matter what, do, do I really mean that? And this is what we talk about keeping a vow. It's not based on emotion. Love is good, it's, it's wonderful. But it also, we have to think it through. And really make this decision on purpose. There are different types of vows that are made. One kind of vow is just you accidentally make it. Oops. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, you're not talking to each other. Maybe uh, maybe you're in a relationship and you just feel so bad. You, I, I, I guess I better just marry you. I, I, I don't want to, but I don't know how to break up, so I'll just marry you. ចឹងរៀបការដោយបង្ខំអញ្ញាមកដឹងគូធ្វើមិច <laughs> And we can accident, or maybe we just accidentally sleep together, maybe we sleep together and then get pregnant, and okay, we just commit now. So this kind of vow is not thought through. God wants us to think about this with our heart and with our mind and choose. So let's talk about the, the marriage bed for a minute. For people who are married and for not married, we're still talking about a vow. Because even before we're married, we have to understand that the marriage bed is 
for marriage. So keeping a vow starts before marriage. It starts before we're actually married. And then when we're married. So the Bible says this. The marriage bed needs to be kept pure for all. For all. So my this verse right. mm-hmm. So whether we're married or not married. We honor the marriage bed. Mm-hmm. Alright, so this is a fun topic, right? Sex. <laughs> and I can tell you're all really excited about this, right? So I just want you to take a breath, relax. No one's mad at you, okay? <laughs> And I know this is a sensitive topic. But it's also an important topic. I want you to understand that sex is for marriage. What Paul is trying to say is that sex is a good thing for marriage. It's like sex is like gasoline. Petrol. Petrol is what you call it if you're from Europe, I guess. But in America, we call it gas. <laughs> now, gas is really good if it's in the moto. Right? I put gas in the moto. What does it happen? I, it works. But what, it, what, if I'm accident, what if I'm walking around with my gas and I'm just not paying attention and I'm not noticing what I do and I'm like, whoa, what's going on? How's it going? Oh, geez, I'm so... Whoa, whoa, what do I do? My gas is just going everywhere. But... And then somebody has a lighter. Now, some of you are very upset with me right now. <laughs> because I poured gas all over the floor. But sex is more important than gas. And we need to even be more careful with that God made us to make strong commitments. And when we just accidentally make them, we end up hurting others and ourselves. Hurting 
hurting others and ourselves. The world also makes worldly vows also sometimes are what I call contract vows. Contract vows are vows you make because you don't trust each other. Trust. Trust. A contract is made when two people have untrust and they need a paper to agree. This is why King David said, Many people claim unfailing love. But a faithful man I cannot find. Many people say, oh, I will love you, I will love you. But we don't trust each other. We don't want to be around each other. And then, but we, then some people, they still get married even when they don't love each other. In America, we have what's called a shotgun wedding. The guy, he gets his girlfriend pregnant. <laughs> so the parents take a gun and they say, now you have to marry her. <laughs> now this is extreme. <laughs> because the guy's like, I don't want to marry her. She's like, I don't want to marry him. But we feel like we have to enter a contract. Marriage should be a choice we commit out of love. Marriage should be a choice we commit to out of love. Not a negotiation we make between each other. When Bethany and I got married, we make a tradition now. A tradition. Every year, we renew our vows. We don't have to do this. We want to do this. Because love is a choice. Not a contract. Where you're forced to do it. It's a choice that you want to do. And when you're a single person, you need to think about what you want. And when you're a married person, you need to choose that person every day, no matter how hard it is. No matter how hard it is. The last kind of vow is a vow that God makes. And this is called a heart vow. Heart vow, doing it. A heart vow is a vow that you make with all of your mind, all of your soul, and all of your actions, all of your body. Where you say with your mouth, 
ដែលយើងនិយាយថាខ្ញុំសន្លាញ់អ្នកខ្ញុំផ្ដាច់ញាជិតថាតបកលជីវិតនេះសម្រាប់អ្នកអាយ I'm never giving up on you. I call this the ugly phase. <laughs> the ugly level, the level of ugliness. I don't know. Ugly phase. No matter how ugly I look, she will stay with me. <laughs> I don't have to go to the gym. <laughs> I don't have to go to the gym. Because she is going to commit to me. And even if she gets disabled, I will commit my life to her. This is what the vow from the heart means. And a vow with the heart is unconditional. The reason we use the ring is because it's no end, no beginning. It's no conditions. I just commit to always love you and respect you. And did you know God has made a vow to you. God made a vow to you before you were made. Before you even knew who Jesus was, God made a vow to you. You want to hear God's vow to you? Jeremiah quoted God saying this. I have loved you with an everlasting love. This is God's vow to you and me. To love us forever that he will do anything for us. And God, that's why God, he came to this earth. He didn't just say, I love you. But he came to this earth and died for our sin. Because he keeps, God keeps his vows. Because Jesus is faithful. When he says, I love you, and then he sees we are turning away from him, he shows us the power of his vow. And he comes to us. And of a ring on a finger. He took a crown of thorns on his head to say, I will love you even if you don't love me back. I love you 
even when you don't know me, I'm dying for you. I'm taking all your sin. And the meal before Jesus died, the meal before Jesus died, Jesus said, it's a new covenant, a new vow I make. That my blood, my life, I die for you. Jesus does the hard work to keep his vow. And now he has a question to you. This is crazy love. And crazy love demands a response. When I proposed to my wife, I got on one knee and I said, I will give you all my heart. I will give my whole life to, to supporting you. The way that God has shown me love I say no to everyone else and I choose to be your husband. What happens if she says, maybe? What happens if she says, I need to think about it? What happens if she says nothing? It means no. When God says, I die and I take all the sins that you have because I love you with all my heart and mind, it requires us to respond. No response means no. But saying yes. I commit to you with my mouth. I choose to do the hard work to follow you, Jesus. And I will never stop. That's what it means to make a vow. And that's why we named the series, Do You Love Me? Because this isn't a question you ask someone. It's the question God is asking you. Because now you know what it means to say yes. I put Jesus first. I turn from evil. I choose to be on mission together. And I vow to God to do this the rest of my life. If you today say, I want to make that vow to God, and I want to stay focused only on Him, I would like to ask you to join me now in worship. If you today say, I want to make a vow to follow Jesus, and you say, yes, I am going to follow Jesus, 
With all of my heart, I choose to say yes to this question. If you say yes to Jesus, I'd like you to stand with me. Jesus, we love you. There's no question that you love us. It is so clear you love us, God. The only question is, is do we love you? I pray that everyone who stands today, that they make this decision seriously in their heart. That it's not just a decision I made a long time ago. But it's one that I make every day. Jesus, I commit my life to you. No matter if it's easy or hard, I commit to you without condition. Your love is enough because you are faithful. You are faithful, Jesus. You are faithful when I am not. And you have healed my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.